0: John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the U-Up podcast. Um, we are in the back of an Uber, headed to JFK Airport, then on to San Francisco. Weekend of shows. I'm joined here by uh, my pal, my side boob, aka <laughs> <Okay. laughs> puddle boy, aka poop pants, aka dry dick, aka
0: garbage face, aka mice, aka tickle cock. A. What's
1: mice?
0: It's just Andrew Dice Clay, Andrew Mice Clay, aka um, uh, old gray balls, aka poop Nucks.
1: and gr- gray eyes. Wait, gray eyed lisp.
0: Yes, gray eyed lisp, bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're joining us, um, welcome to the show. Uh, We have such a good podcast for you today. I'm just in a mood to podcast. Usually I wait to do this until Friday last second. Um, Or not really. No, that's not true. I guess the past couple weeks have felt that way because, I don't know. It's just that my life's been uh, busy. But this time I'm just in the mood to do it. On the way to the airport, it's early morning. It's, what is it, 9.17. I just got a Starbucks. It's running through my sis. Which is um, the way Chelsea Party used to say. That she had coffee cranking through my sis. I got coffee cranking through my sis. Sounds like- and you would just like... Anya had it as her ringtone for so long in our apartment. And I was like, it's hilarious, but not as a ringtone.
0: I mean, and cyst, I imagine like a cyst.
1: No, no, sis.
0: No, no, I know, but... She and doesn't that- even say the T. Oh,
1: uh, I got coffee cranking through my sis. I got coffee cranking through my sis. Coffee cranking through my sis. I got coffee cranking through my sis. That's how it went. It's really good, actually.
0: It's nice. It's, really it's, nice. it's very uh, catchy.
1: Yeah, she's uh, she's hilarious. Um, someone told me a joke that she told at some show about Bradley Cooper was in the crowd. Oh, Dan Perlman. Comedian Dan Perlman told me that Chelsea Party hosted some... Awards thing, SAG thing, and um, she had a joke about Bradley Cooper that was like, um, Bradley Cooper said he dreamed A Star Is Born. Did you, like, it was something about, did you also dream 19, I don't know, did you You take a nap during 1957, 1986, when were you?
0: Yeah, there were two other versions of A Star Is Born, so it wasn't original at all. And that was what she was calling She did great on that award show. It's really funny. I I
1: haven't seen it. And then I totally just butchered that joke. But then she had another one, which is like, if there were a million, if there were a hundred Bradley Coopers in a room, she like made a joke off of the Lady Gaga over like the quote that she said a million times. If there are a hundred people in a room and 99 of them don't believe in you and one person does, that person for me was Bradley Cooper. Like, she said it a million times. Did You, you saw that?
0: Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, no, keep doing your impression. It's great. I'm not kidding.
1: That felt so sarcastic.
0: It, it was. <laughs> but that was sarcastic. The It was.
1: Oh, whoa. Now it's just sarcasm on top of sarcasm. Yeah. I can't even keep up. <laughs> Did it just cancel itself out? Now we're back to normal. And we're back.
0: No, yeah, she, uh, she kept saying that. It's like, Lady Gaga, you're the biggest... You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of, like, people that have, like, 9 million followers. Like Charlie Puth, right? He's, like, a huge... Is
1: this her or you? Me. Okay. No, what? Because you go, you know what she said, and then you started talking, and Uh, then it shifted into you, and I was like, this sounds like Andrew more than Chelsea.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, this isn't Chelsea. This is just Andrew. Okay, what are you tired of? I'm tired. I'm tired and sick and tired of people saying, oh, this guy or this girl is um, not underappreciated. What's the word? Uh, Under... Um, shit, I can't. Underrated. Remember. Underrated. And they have 40 million followers. They have like, they make millions of dollars. I'm sick of this person you're, being underrated. You're a little loud. You're a little loud. Yeah, I'm just freaking heated up. You know that. You know I get angry about yeah. underrated. Who,
1: who in particular says they're underrated at. When, when did you hear this?
0: I, so I was watching this video of Charlie Puth, my boy Charlie CP. And, uh, he's the one that inspired me to wear a necklace. Really? Yeah.
1: And Wait a again he's Hold like on.
0: He's not dead yet. I know.
1: You're You're latching on to living men who, you know, might leave this world soon. Andrew always adopts a dead man's outfit, and um, now he's moved on to living men. And I, I warn them, be be careful. This isn't a good sign. It's not.
0: Charlie Puth might die in a plane crash very soon, and then the look will be all mine.
1: And the, the looks will all be on you because we will be suspicious of how you predicted that.
0: Look, Notre Dame has had his thing. I, I put on <laughs> outfits.
1: Good ref. Good ref. <laughs> um, Charlie Pooth, his last name sounds like what you do when you have, like, like a seed. You get a seed out of your teeth, and you're like, poof. <laughs> and you, like, spit it out or lightly. It, sound,
0: it sounds like a, a, a queef. You know, oh, she poofed.
1: She poofed. She Charlie poothed. Yeah, that's good. Poof. I wish queef sounded like that. That sounds beautiful.
0: Well, queef is even nice. Queef. It's just air release. <laughs> I love when girls... Uh, fart in bed when, when you pull out and they try to pretend like it didn't happen they suddenly go ah yeah,
1: yeah, they try to get- my mom called earlier you're like why am I saying my mom called earlier I'm just trying to cover up the noise one of my first jokes was that they just moan
0: louder they moan over it and then that's really go, funny you should bring they, that back then they go is that a burglar I think there's a burglar
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. it's so humiliating do you laugh at it now
0: yeah, I don't give a fuck about anything. Anyway.
1: But will you laugh at it if they're, like, if they don't acknowledge it?
0: Uh, you know what? It hasn't happened in a little while. Maybe I'm not filling up as much as I need to be, you know? But, uh.
1: In the, but it doesn't happen every time. No. Everyone knows that. There's not, like, a girl who just, like, always has it. I, f- I feel like it's just, like, one in, or two in ten. One in five.
0: Yeah, one in five. That's the statistics that everyone knows. Uh, did you see the Howard Stern? Yeah, there's
1: a whole Freakonomics episode about it.
0: <laughs> it's the, the next 10,000 hours mm. is one out of five girls queef. what are, are you talking about? If they're born in of, February. If they're born in February.
1: Um, if, uh, you were talking about thongs and how they like slice your butthole. Who told you that?
0: I just saw a video on Instagram that a girl said that a thong is the best. Girls are farting left and right and the thong is cutting the fart in half.
1: And, and and it's not like it's like it's not it's not just serving a purpose of like kind of feeling cool. It's more about like you can't hear it because it'll be like um like, like if you right put your now, hand on a speaker, if you put your hand on a speaker like right you touch now, I'm a speaker, not wearing a phone. Right, what? Like right Don't now. do it, don't do it, Andrew. Please don't do it. We are in an enclosed space and it is the window, so the window. that there is an Uber driver. I this is on my name. You cannot. No. I'll just put it down. No, please. I'm not Andrew, this is the end Are of this serious? conversation. Yes, serious? I'm not I'm uh, not letting you do this. You're not allowed to do it.
0: Come on. No. I'm not wearing a thong.
1: I know I'm what sure, it's gonna I sound like. I wanna show people. Stop it.
0: Please, please, it will be really quiet.
1: No. Are you serious? Yes. You would do that with, a, with our, we're in a closed cabin, a small car, no, no. And it's God. too cold outside to roll down the window, and we're on a highway, it would go, D-d-d-d-d-d-d. it would do that pressurized thing.
0: Fine, dude, whatever.
1: Okay, don't do it. Oh don't sneak God. it. Okay, so last night, it sounds like I made an edit there, but I truly, I was just trying to Andrew change the Puth. tone. Andrew Puth, um, <laughs> what t- can we? Can you walk us through last night?
0: Well, last night we were in a live. We were excited. We were just.
1: Well, that doesn't mean anything to people if they're not yeah. on Instagram. We're in a live. Does uh, do you know what that means if you're not on Instagram? I would like you to reach out and tell me because if you did, then good. But you got to talk so everyone understands.
0: I I guarantee 80% of the people that will listen to your podcast know what a live is.
1: I was in a live? Yeah. I don't even know what that means.
0: When I go, we were in a live.
1: That's like when Carlisle asked, is this cancel culture? It's just like, it's just not, cl- it's close. It's not even close, to be honest.
0: Okay, so we were in an Instagram live. We were at your place. We were kind of a little, not tired, but we were just, you know, you had one show. I had kind of a date night. Nothing really was going It
1: was f- the calm before, like, a night. And I was going to maybe go to the gym. But I was like, oh, I'll just go on live instead because that's the same. And then we started going on live.
0: Camille Koscheck, who is...
1: What? Say your name again. Koscheck. Yes, there you go. Not Koscheck.
0: Okay, so she...
1: Camille Caustic, Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model um, from the last issue. Like, she's on the cover currently on newsstands. Camille Caustic. Friend. Um, she's been on You Up, on my radio show. And then she came to a live show. And we kind of just have become friendly. We talk on Instagram. She's a fan of Andrews through me. And, um, okay, so she's li- she goes into the chat and the Instagram live.
0: Yeah, and she loves to dance. And we love to dance. I mean, it's both. We're both very passionate about bad dancing, but slightly good dancing too. And uh, she goes, "Hey, let's make a video. I've seen your dance videos. Let's team up. Let's bring it together. Let's let's merge. Let's fusion."
1: Yeah, let's fuse brands.
0: And we're like, "All right, yeah, yeah. You're in LA. It's fine. One day, one
1: day. You know, maybe that would be so fun." I screenshotted it, being like, "You're gonna have to do it someday, bitch. This is a this is a contract." And carpe.
0: Motherfucking deal
1: Dude we did it last night Because turns out she was in New York So I called the stand Shout out to the stand comedy club They let me use their stage Um at 1030 And after my set I had a nice dinner with Anya And then I went on over to, to put on To change my costume Getting some heels that weren't even filmed So it's who cares I do still reeling From that <laughs> I'm, like, such a perfectionist when it comes to the stupidest shit. And um, it's not a good quality. Anyway, so uh, we Camille meets us.
0: Camille meets us. Well, oh, I you were
1: on a date.
0: I was on a date. We did a date game night. It was me, uh, my friend Lev, who's also a comedian. And then two beautiful girls, uh, 24. I know Nikki was going to ask how old they were going to be. And then we're playing game night. We're doing poker. And I was just going to flirt with this girl and that was going to be my night and that would be the end of it. And maybe I would try to, you know, get a kiss or, you know, have her feel my tits. And um, and uh, that was going to be the night. But then I was like, I got there. We only had, I only had an hour to play poker. I was like, look, I got to go do this thing. I got to go dance. And they're like, what? Like, what are you talking about? They.
1: Meanwhile, this was your, you, your, you made this happen. Yes. I wouldn't have done this if you didn't have such enthusiasm for it. I would have totally pushed it.
0: Well, you, I don't know. You took control, though.
1: You were- But once, no, because you were like, we got to do it. So I'm going to put this on you as, like, I did it at your, well, I chose to do it, obviously. But, like, I would have avoided asking Camille if she was in town. And then you were like, ask her if she's in town. I'm like, oh, Jesus.
0: Well, look, whatever happened, it was a magical thing. I brought my date. To the dance, I mean, she just sat there. She took it like a champ. She was really cool.
1: Yeah, she totally. She hung so well. It wasn't about her at all, and she didn't care.
0: No, not at all. She was just happy to be there. She uh, she apparently looks exactly like. Uh, oh, dude, dude! This chick
1: looks exactly like, uh, my like high school like who I wanted to be in high school. Like, the most popular girl that was, like, kind of, I want to say underrated. I mean, every guy liked her, but she wasn't, like, she didn't have huge boobs. She was just, she looked like me if, like, in a different world. Like, she was the one, I always grasp onto girls who look like me that I'm, like, oh, I could be them. You know, that's who I always, like, I'm a fucking narcissist, I guess. But she was just so cool and didn't try to be, didn't wear makeup, like, just natural and, like, outdoorsy and long legs and a runner and I was just like I loved her. So this girl looks exactly like her. You know, and also she's almost the age of the girl. Which girl? The girl that I remember from high school.
0: Oh, you mean then. When
1: she was in high school, <laughs> yeah. the way I remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I wanted you to see your past.
1: You know. Yeah, it was it was a it was a great reminder um of uh Katie, I'm not going to say her last name, but um Yeah, I just, uh, God, she had like a, she had a, a, she would like talk like, like this sometimes. Like it would be like, she'd be like, Matt, when she flirted, she did this weird thing with her mouth that is not by any means attractive, but like, I just latched onto that. So I started talking like that. Like I couldn't help it. I wanted to be her so bad. So anyway, your your lady was really nice.
0: Yeah, I do that a lot too. If I'm talking to someone from New York, like from Long Island, and they talk with their hands, and they talk like this, and everything's fast, yes. and then I'll talk to my southern friends, and I'll just bring it a little dip.
1: Yeah, you just adap- adapt. I almost burped.
0: I know. I, I don't know. I feel like I adapt to, like, please them, and it's like, now I don't think I do it as much. Now I just have this shitty voice. But, so the girl showed up, Camille showed up about a half hour late, but it's fine.
1: Yeah, it gave us time to, like, hang out and talk.
0: Yeah. And I can't believe she actually came. I mean, and then she came, and she was so fucking down.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, Down. Just like, hey, guys, sorry I'm late. Oh, my God, let's do this. So fun. So, such a joy. Um, just sweet. She was
0: the nicest. I mean, it's like, when you're like, oh, was she nice? Yeah, she was insanely nice. Yeah,
1: it wouldn't be. I've met a lot of people that, um, threw you up that I'm not friends with. She was, she's, she's awesome.
0: And also, like, I want to like have sex with her boyfriend.
1: Right. Um, Gronk Gronkowski, yeah. Rob Gron- Rob Gronkowski. He's every man's
0: like, he's just the man's man, jockey jock. He's you like want to a be rock friends jock. with him so bad. Yeah, I just want him to like pick me up and throw me in. Oh, like, Okay,
1: so it's more than friends.
0: Not sexually, just well, maybe a little bit. You know, you just
1: said you wanted to fuck him like literally thirty seconds ago.
0: Oh, did I say that?
1: It, I think it came out.
0: Should I fart now?
1: No. Okay. Please don't bring it back to that. So Camille shows up. We do the dance. We do it twice. It is exhaustive.
0: Yeah, it was exhausting. for
1: Andrew and Camille.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a. It, I mean so Nikki's a professional because they
1: were dancing and I was just lip syncing because I don't want to dance.
0: But the song Nikki is one of the songs Nikki. She had to learn it. It's a very fast song, very hard to learn. And Nikki's a perfectionist, and so we're literally getting to the end of the first one, and we are exhausted. Like, we, we really, like, busted our ass. And Nikki stops, and she goes, we're going to have to do it again.
1: <laughs> well, we were never going to use the full song, so I just knew that there was no point in finishing it out when I know I had fucked up.
0: I think people like the full song. I posted on IGTV a full song, and people were down with it.
1: But would, maybe they would like it more if it was shorter. Like, you don't know you could get more views
0: true but i don't know just because
1: some people watch doesn't mean it couldn't be more successful if it was cut down
0: well yeah i mean igtv when i run the numbers and you'll read about it in the new freakonomics book but uh igtv gets less shares than a one minute video on instagram
1: it gets less shares igtv
0: yeah it's harder to share people because you click in it and then you don't think oh now i can share it because it opens up big on your phone
1: oh people don't know that they can share
0: yeah so that's just a little knowledge.
1: You mean people sharing in their stories or people sharing with other people?
0: People sharing with other people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: anyways, it was an amazing dance. You killed it. We did one other take. And uh, then we hung out. We had a great talk. And then I went home with that girl.
1: Where does, where's the home? What do you mean you went home? To her place? Yeah.
0: We were going to just, like, walk to the train. And then I walked her all the way home, like, honestly, like, maybe a half a mile or maybe a mile.
1: Jesus, dude, why? Why not get in a cab? It was cold.
0: I don't know. We just... We weren't going to walk that far. And then we just kept walking. And it was like... It was fun. It was a nice walk. We walked fast. It was very cold. Uh, I didn't know if I would go to her place. I was just expecting to just go to the subway and go home. And then she's like, yeah, you know, this is... My place is this way. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Like, I wasn't even expecting to have sex or whatever or have her see... Or feel my tits. And, um... And then, uh... We get to her like I don't know it's something about when you're very cold and bundled up it's like it doesn't feel like romantic because you just want to get inside Mm. so like that kiss outside just like
1: yeah that there's I know what you're saying there's like an urgency and there's like a weird like anxiety in being bundled up and like wanting to get yeah
0: so So
1: unless she asks you to go inside
0: yeah and so it's gonna be a
1: quick goodbye
0: exactly and so I was like I, went, I, I was like... And oh. you just,
1: like, sped walk there. Like, you're like... Like, and you get there and you're just like, okay. um, Okay, bye. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. And But we kissed a couple nights before that. You know, I right. I stole that ornament for her uh, off a... Whatever. So I did something to get a kiss. And it, whatever. It was great. So I thought I would definitely get a kiss. A peck of some sort. Right. And uh, I went in and she, like... She's like... Uh, she gave me a hug. Like, the side hug. And then she hit my arm like literally like I was a buddy like like playing like football with her
1: mm. and yeah. then
0: I go okay and she goes I was like you're being kind of awkward and she's like you're being awkward and then she punches my arm again and then I go okay that was weird and then I just walked off
2: oh and it was just, whoa like,
1: you yeah. said it was weird
0: yeah it was weird
2: oh was, yeah
0: and I was just like okay see you later <laughs> like, what, what, do you, what are your instincts about it I mean, I thought she was into me. You thought she was into me. Agreed. I still think she could be into me. I asked her for the pictures that she took, and she sent them right over. And then she said, that was so silly. I had a lot of fun. And then... That's
1: good. That's really good.
0: And I was already asleep. I didn't write back to that, but... Uh, And that's how it ended. But it was a very uh, strong, like, punch on the arm. So I don't know whether to keep pursuing it or just to back off. I think you
1: need to be more, uh, I hate to say aggressive, just in terms of, like, giving her a heads up the way you did with the ornament. Like, we're planning this kiss. Like, hey, can I kiss you? Is it okay if we kiss again? You know what I mean? Like... She might need that. That might have worked perfectly. The ornament thing, and
0: I should have given her like a more of a sexual compliment too. I I didn't. I think I brought it to like it felt like just two friends walking down because it was so cold.
1: Right, right, right. The energy was just like friendly, but she still likes you, so you got this. Still, the ball's still up in the air. Yeah, they're up there. You haven't dropped it. We were talking about it last night, Um, Anya, me, and Dan Perlman, who's been on the show. I forget if he was on the. Yeah, he definitely was on the podcast last week. Um, he, uh, was saying, like, we were just talking about, like, where... Because he's was talking about some text exchange he was having. And we were all talking about, like, like, you can, like, scroll up and be like, that's where it went wrong. That's where I lost him. Just that chunk of blue. It's somewhere in the middle of that chunk of blue text where he was gone forever. And you're like, you can't get him back. Because he was also talking about how Anya's boyfriend, like, um... Like she lost him several times Like in their courtship Where it was like it was a dead deal And he's like you never go back once it's dead And he's like he's really back So do you know what I mean
0: Yeah yeah so don't give up But you could also back away It's not like uh, You don't have to push harder to get what you want Does that make sense
1: Yes you can like um, I know what you mean like when you the 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 sun's shining brighter on the man, so he took off his jacket as opposed to the wind blowing. Do you ever know that no. parable? Okay, the sun and the wind are having a competition to be like, who can get this man to take his jacket off first? The wind blows so hard, and the man's just holding it so tight, and um, and then the sun is like, it's my turn, and the sun just shone bright peacefully, and then the man got warm and took off his jacket, and the sun won.
0: But wouldn't he be cold with the wind?
1: Yeah, so you he held it tighter, but the wind was trying to blow the jacket off, which is just stupid.
0: Well, there's... Um, when I worked in lean manufacturing for, like, six months before I had a panic attack and left my brother's company, um, I learned about the Toyota way, which is the way that they make uh, products, like, in their factory, how they make cars. And there's the push system, and then there's the pull system, and they do the pull system. So the idea is, like... So when you have, like... Uh, If you're making a car, so you go off, like, this, the benchmark, which is the slowest part of the process, and you don't make any more inventory, you don't, like, push to make as much before that process, it should all flow. Right. So, so you're not pushing and pushing because then you have to put that inventory somewhere. Okay. So, you're just pulling. You pull from the order. So, you don't, you know what I mean? So, you don't make it just to make it. So, with this, it's, like, this. So, at
1: the slowest part, that's where you begin the process to make it
0: that's the process you go off of so then the idea is like you don't just push to make a product so you don't just push to get a relationship
1: yeah I don't really understand the Toyota thing but I think it's just because I just don't I'm not very business minded but um, I'm sure people understand what you're saying I just can't grasp it this morning
0: essentially Toyota is the sun
1: this really did turn into a Freakonomics episode Charlie Puth so the first clip for the week is from Monday's show um let's see what it was i had it pulled up it did it It turned into an economics lesson none of us i don't even know what i said oh this is another thing that like speaking of like feeling stupid i made anya feel stupid the other night because she was we were talking about the oregon trail the video game at the cellar and she definitely did not know what it was. The video game or the thing. I think she... she I thought she didn't know the Oregon Trail was, like, ever a thing. Like, she had never heard of it. Mm. So I brought it up on the radio, and this is what happened. This is uh, Judy Gold, uh, Bonnie McFarlane, and Anya Marina. And, oh, my God, was this a fucking hilarious episode. No, 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 this wasn't. This... Oh, God, this one... This week was so good. This was Micah, Karen... Micah Fox, Karen Feehan, who's going through a breakup and uh Anya Marina talking about the Oregon Trail. Uh all right guys. Here we go. Well, I just thought that you had never even heard of the Oregon Trail. So <laughs> so wait, because she goes, it's not, it's think- not the Donner Party, and I no, go, no, but the no. Donner
3: Party was supposed to take the Oregon Trail, but then they you went looked a
1: different this up this way. weekend. No, I didn't. They were supposed to take the Oregon Trail. Nobody <laughs> knows true? This
2: much about the real Oregon Trail. I didn't even know there was a real Oregon I didn't Trail. Know, I know, know.
1: Yeah. Like there was women and children, men and families, and they a lot of them died yes. on the yes. trail. The from Donner disventory. Party. Yeah. The Donner Party's a wild story, Oh, though. wait, no,
2: they got attacked by Indians, right? Or Native no, Americans? They, they no, they each ate each other. each other. And they oh. were, like, horrible. Like They're it, the ones who crashed, or is that something else? They're Mormons, yeah. and
1: they got caught in a snowstorm and, like, couldn't get out of it. They sent people to go get help and come back, and by the time these people c- came back, they saw that, like, they had eaten each other and just, like, uh, had They were perished. Mormon? Yeah, they were Mormon. Do you, Do you think like, they, yeah. they oh. won't have
2: caffeine, but they'll have people? Sure. <laughs> 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 A
1: lot of loose morals over there in the Mormon community. I didn't have caffeine yesterday at all. I had three decaf lattes, but I think some caffeine gets in there though. Yeah, Love oh, decaf doesn't mean no cap, it means less calf. Okay, but still, I mean like yeah, going yeah. from like. Right, that's Good a job. lot less, that's Thank a lot you. less. Thank you. What are you trying depressed. to prove, Nikki? Mm, that's why. <laughs> I'm just trying to get rid of things that are causing me anxiety yeah. and to like question if I'm funny or not, that's which what? is like the, the existential crisis I'm going through right now. How about a lobotomy? Because I had this epiphany on Thursday. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Dude, why I. Why don't you get rid
2: of your prefrontal cortex, Nikki? I am <laughs>
1: not, like, I, I might, I, I would have been, it would have been taken out if I was living in the 1940s or yeah. whatever. I had the type of depression that they would have removed it already, but I beat it. Therapist would have
2: jerked you off with a vibrator like
3: 20 years ago.
1: (laughs) I'm going to my therapist today, and I really wish that's what we did instead of whatever it is we do in there. Why is it when
3: I punch in Oregon Trail and
1: Lewis and Clark? Because people like you. It comes up. Okay, well, look it up. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm allowed. (laughs) My dad knows everything about Lewis and Clark. We could just call him. Maybe, okay. maybe they History discovered the-, the trail and was like, hey, go there that way. But, but I don't you know think that there are sometimes it. just like gaps in your knowledge yes. of like you didn't, you missed that day of school. Yeah. I don't know anything about the Oregon Trail. I just know that it was a thing that settlers took. So I guess you have as much information. I thought you had never this even heard so of long, the Oregon Trail. But they were on the Oregon Trail. They were. Thank you. Yeah, there's a long they thing were. about okay. it.
2: All right. Okay. So I all right. Okay. I don't know. I Can we Snopes it? <laughs> do you think it's a big myth? Why are
1: you guys laughing, though? What do you think the Oregon Trail is? Well, I thought you had never heard of the Oregon Trail in general. That's what I tell my Brazilian lady no. to give me everything
4: <laughs> Can you <get laughs> put a few settlers, settlers in there? <laughs>
1: oh, best
4: friends.
1: <laughs> she usually gets it in when I was there, too. What? Can you that add in my so brother fun. dying of dysentery? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's all I know of, like on we the road You high five. Would...
3: That was really. Bad. <laughs> it was it wasn't really. A... Oh, do you know oh, a sec- better? You I want to like, know a set. secret for how to do a perfect high five. Yeah. Look okay, at I each know. other's elbow. elbows. You yes. know that. So uh, look at her elbows. I elbow. still don't do it. Th- I don't trust it. Was...
1: I know it's <laughs> you have to a better one. <laughs> no. Oh, that it it works. Good.
3: Yeah, it's you're crazy. Right. Why does that work? It does work. Do it. Line lying, line it. All right. Do it one more time. Just the. Oh yeah. I don't like that though. I don't like that it always works. I would rather miss.
1: That was Monday's show. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Friday, um, December 13th. Friday the 13th. Ooh, boy. Um, I am in San Francisco with Andrew Collin. He joins me on the podcast this week. What up, Andrew?
0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, Nikki, how are you? I don't know. I'm a little out of it, but I'm back.
1: Are you sure? Are yeah. we? Are, do we really want to do this?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I was just eating jelly that they gave me. The hotel gave us free jelly,
1: and and crackers. They didn't just give us jams
0: and a crab, which was weird.
1: A little stuffed animal crab that is on our bed. I kind of need it. Like I feel like I want to go get a stuffed animal because I, whenever I used to go to San Francisco with my parents, we'd always I'd always get a stuffed animal, and I never like cuddled with them. And they I was never one of those girls that like had like their own stuffed animal that they used and wore out, like the velveteen rabbit. And I wanted to be one, but. I want to be one of those women. I can be one now. Like, I want to get a little seal pup uh, stuffed animal. I think that's what I'm going to do.
0: Don't a lot of girls, like, they get a stuffed animal and they hold on to it forever and then they end up fucking it? I don't
1: think think that they end up fucking it. That's, I mean, where did you hear that?
0: Because uh, I had Christina Hutchinson from Guys We Fucked on my podcast and she talked about how she would ride her horse that was given to her as a little stuffed animal. And she'd end up fucking, she ended up, that was the first thing She fought
1: the first thing she humped as a child. Oh, that makes sense. But I'm joined here also today (laughs) in San Francisco by one of my best friends from high school. uh, Taylor McGraw. Can I give your last name? Sure. I mean, is that okay? Yeah. Taylor McGraw um, is
3: what we met in uh, seventh grade, sixth grade. Yeah. And
1: then we, we were summer friends because you were grade above me and went to a different like school. We're in the same school district, but you were a different grade school. But we were friends every – we'd spend all of our summers together at Tree Court Swim Club in St. Louis, Missouri. She was, like, my best friend in the summers, and then we would go off and do our own thing over the school year. And then finally, in high school, we were in the same school, and you were a sophomore, and I was a freshman, and then we became best friends ever since. That's correct.
3: Sounds like you got it right. Okay,
1: and you, all, you definitely grew up with, like, a disgusting, um, beloved stuffed animal named –
3: Fifel, who i did practice making out with that was who i tested the old uh kisser on and- yeah Fifel is
1: he was disgusting even in high school like he was just barely keeping it together i think he had mold growing on him because you lived in a basement
3: he probably did i oxy cleaned him though he's like a new man he's like pale white and he used to be like dinge
1: now do you do you um sleep with him
3: still yes every single night
1: my partner likes it your partner (laughs) doesn't does does do they have your partner is a they Mm -hmm. do is that a correct thing to say
3: uh that yeah they use they them pronouns yeah
1: i know i get tripped up so much are you used to it now
3: yes um my partner also has a disgusting thing named pinky and they are friends
1: uh fifle and pinky are friends (laughs) well how do you sleep with fifle in
3: the bed I put him in the crick of my neck. Is that a thing? The <laughs> old <up>. crick. <laughs> I put him back there for the in the dip to yeah. get a like a some support. I yeah. Sleep on him. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I need to get what, one. What kind of
0: animal is it? It's, it's an-
1: Fivel from um, an
0: American. Oh, go. Oh, an American oh, tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you named it Fivel.
1: Did you ever have a, any kind of like security um, soothing mechanism?
0: No. I don't think I did. I, the first thing I ever made out with was a mirror. I would make out with the mirror. <laughs> and then my mom caught me because it was just like had so much mouth. Like I made out with it so hard. And uh, I guess I was kissing myself.
3: You were kissing yourself,
1: but I bet your eyes were closed.
0: Um, wide open, huh? <laughs> What's that?
1: What
3: about your hand or something like this not glass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. I know it didn't mimic a mouth at all. And that's why I get confused when he um, sometimes he'll kiss his phone. If there's like a picture of Halsey where her lips look really luscious, he'll kiss his phone sincerely, not as a joke, like alone in his bed. You've been known to do that. When was the last time you kissed a picture on your phone?
0: It's been a while. I mean, since you called it out or since I told you about it i f- realized it's not really normal behavior. Also, Halsey hasn't had any close-ups yet recently of those puckers, you know.
1: I sent you one where she looked very kissable. Oh,
0: she's she's my number. She, I found out she has a lisp, and I have a lisp, and not many people knew that she had one, but apparently it got called out because she let her guard down. Because in an interview, she really tries to enunciate. Like I do, you know?
1: You never try. I try to get you to try. Can you try to talk without a lisp?
0: Yeah, on stage, you can't really tell I have a lisp. I tend to enunciate a little bit better. It just takes so much energy to talk like this, and I feel like it's...
1: It's still this. You still have a... If
0: anything, it's coming out more, I think.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: just have a lot of spit in my mouth. I have a a very wet Jewfish mouth. I have a grouper mouth.
1: What about the penis fish that just came up? Is it actually a fish? I haven't clicked on any of the articles to read about like what it is. There's apparently this fish that's wa- washing up on the shores of California that looks like a penis, but it's a fish and it doesn't have a face. Like I don't see how it could be a fish. It just looks like a part. It looks like a whale's dick.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. It's like it's just like an organ. I don't know what it is, but oh, is it a I-, I think.
1: A what? gooey duck? Oh my god. Gooey ducks are fucking so phallic. That is
0: yeah, that a sea cucumber? That's a sea cucumber, right? Sea cucumber?
1: Yeah, maybe it's... But gooey ducks are like so weird. They are so sexual. I remember I was like fascinated by them when I was in high school because I was just like, they're just dicks. Like literally Google gooey duck. Where is... Where's your, don't... gooey
3: duck sounds
1: like... It, yeah, a gooey dick. Um, and sea
3: cucumbers too. Sea cucumbers are both the dick and the butthole. cuz you can stick your finger in and it squirts out what? a little liquid. You know the sea or uh, sea anemones or whatever? You stick your finger in them? Yeah, you can st- or you can like kick it and it squirts. <laughs> I would out love to kick a dick. <laughs> but it's like a fat dick. Too. Wait,
1: oh gooey ducks, look God.
0: at the I think that's what it was. That is it. That's it's what gotta we be. That's yeah. it. Look it comes in it. a shell. That's a dick. It,
1: it's it's a dick. Like a vagina
3: with like a really long clit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. it could be a v- which dicks are just really long clits. Essentially what I
3: think
0: eventually that's what we will all just evolve into is just we'll get so small and we'll just be privates. Because what else do you need? I mean, why do we have arms and a brain? You just need a dick and a pussy
1: because we need to find each other's dicks and pussies and you can't just like If you're just a dick and a pussy, how are they supposed to meet
3: what why are we so big though? That doesn't make sense. We don't need to be this big well if we had a you know a scientist here could scuttle around we could. I think we
1: started scuttling but then we needed to survive so we needed to grow up and like forage for things right. and we needed legs to like get we berries off business. of <laughs> trees yeah clearly I'm a scientist I know what's going on here
0: what are you looking at looking up the penis fish so they all washed up in California which we're at now Caused a mass warm uh, penis fish wash up on beach. (laughs) I mean, that's a that's a penis. That is.
1: But what are they called? It's called the um. The pulsating. They're fat innkeeper worms. Okay. Okay. Um. Or, (laughs) urechis (laughs) copa.
0: Which sounds like (laughs) erection, erection. Although they are a type of worm, they are widely referred to as the penis fish. (laughs) The worms buried themselves deep beneath the sand. But because of storms, they come in. Yeah, it's uncut. It's an uncut penis. I mean, that's amazing.
1: Taylor, have you ever seen an uncut? Oh my God, there's so many of them.
3: Oh my God! Whoa, it's an
1: infestation of penises.
3: No, well, you'll they're be brown, later because they're representing different. Um, they're what? They're these ones are brown, so they're representing different cultures and that's ethnicities in, here in California. That's how we do it.
1: Yeah, it's um. All right. Thanks for looking that up. The penis fish. And it's just 50 miles north of San Francisco, which is where we are right now. Oh, man. I just picked my nose and a booger came out. Do you ever, like, yeah, see a booger that's just, like, right? I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. We're in my hotel room at the hotel. No, I'm not. I'm done with that cup. I just wiped it on a cup. Where do you wipe your boogers?
0: In my mouth. Exactly. In mouth. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, I used to wipe them. I had a booger wall for a little, and a cum wall. I had two different walls. Yeah. They would battle each other. <laughs> cum would always win. I I'd, I I'd definitely have more cum than... Actually, I would put my cum on the carpet. And then when we went and sold the house, I'd put all my cum underneath the bed. And that shit... Cum dries. It doesn't go anywhere. And it just hardened. And so it was like a perfect Wait, circle. Huh? You
3: put it there? You like walked over and placed it upon? No, no, no. no. I
0: was just laying in bed. I was lazy. So I would just wipe it. Underneath the bed, and then when we moved, my mom was like, "What the fuck is it? You, you know, the whole carpet's ruined." Yeah,
1: I mean, we were talking about before how like um, you dated someone, Taylor, who,
3: yes, um, Patrick, if you're listening, <laughs> threw his cum at the wall, and it would drip down the wall, and he wouldn't tell me what it was.
1: But <laughs> this was after you guys had sex, or when no, he was masturbating? No, he was jacking. Okay, yeah. He was
3: jacking. <laughs> yeah. He would toss it, I guess.
1: And then he'd never admitted to that being it?
3: No, I'd be like, "What? how come in the same spot it keeps appearing? And I would clean it off. And I thought that the wall was leaking because I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> the ceiling was leaking or something. Because <laughs> he was, like, adamant that he didn't do it. Because he was like, oh, I would never You know me. where they oh show God. that, like,
1: like Jesus statues are crying? Yeah, yeah. It might be just the priest chucking his cum
3: it could be that that's true it's a different kind of stigma. Sorry Catholics if
1: that offended you. I can't imagine any Catholics listening to this podcast and now they're they're suddenly not into it anymore. <laughs> but um you also said that there were stains on your dresses?
3: Yeah, on my dresses in the same spot and uh, and he would say that I probably wiped my nose on them, which wasn't true. That's weird and gross. Sounds I like he was gaslighting was... you. Yeah, I think it was kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, That's, and then
1: it came out, then how did you find out that he was actually wiping it? What was he doing with your dresses? I, he was laying them down and
3: humping them on the bed.
1: Part of me would be kind of flattered. Like, he likes my, the smell of my clothes. Something about me makes him, like, when he's jerking off, he's still thinking of me. Was, was any part of you like, oh?
3: I can't say that at the time, but I'm, I'm taking that into consideration. And, uh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm holding on to that. I' more
0: <laughs> upset he lied to you than jerked off on your dress. Right. And to tell you
1: that you were wiping your nose on your dress, like how disgusting!
3: a so kind of that's just wiping my nose <laughs> on my dress. And yeah. if you gross. are
0: out in public, you don't know there's cum on your dress, then you're getting called out for having cum all over you
1: i think that's part of it like th- he probably had a thing about like my she's gonna have my cum on her dress like wow,
3: he's a sociopath I mean,
1: <laughs> well lying to you about wiping your nose but also humping your dress sounds very weird i mean you um also uh i remember um didn't you sell underwear for a bit
3: yeah that's when i was doing it i was sell well i was selling socks um and lingerie like hose pantyhose so i would wear them and get disgusting feet and then men would buy them and pat would help me because sometimes people would say that they wanted come on it oh my god also i forgot about this so people would say they wanted to come on it Who's so- people
1: where were you finding these people eBay. craigslist this used to be on ebay used to be what on do you mean eBay. like what you would just put them how did you even find out about this trend
3: Uh, I don't know. I think we did, me and my friend Jubilee did I think we started on Craigslist, but then we realized that that wouldn't really work because it was too close. So we did it on eBay. We did an auction for the items. And then we had, um, so that people could just deposit money because otherwise we'd have to get like a PO box to mail checks.
1: So you would just put like a bunch of dirty socks and dirty underwear.
3: And shoes. Yeah. Like disgusting shoes. So that
1: guys would buy them. Mm -hmm.
3: And they would write long, really creepy email saying that my toes look like suckable shrimp and stuff like that <laughs> wait you would oh, have yeah, your though. you would have pictures of your feet in the in the ad yeah mm-hmm. yeah we would take pictures did you make a lot of money doing this i mean back then i was like i think it was like 30 to 50 dollars per like pair but in missouri back in like 2003 that was to me that was a lot of money oh my
1: god that's such good money so how much was the underwear
0: how much was was the underwear more
3: you couldn't do underwear on eBay because it would get taken down. But you could do socks because they would just, there were like code words you could say. But if people would e- email and like, co- they could codedly say they wanted underwear and then I'd have like a side gig with them. So, but it never really worked out very well. Like they would pay probably like 50 bucks maybe. and But then they'd always just like, because it was outside of eBay, they'd always do something creepy. And so that
1: you would sometimes have
3: Pat would. Jerk off onto the things? Yeah. So some people would say they wanted come on them. But then for a while, I was doing that. And then Pat admitted that one time he made an eBay account in order. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? He himself made an eBay account and was asking for the cummed on pantyhose. So that he would have to come on them. What? Just- he was creating the need for the <laughs> For yeah, the for seed, the need for the seed. Yeah, so
1: wait, he wait. wanted to come on pantyhose. So he would ask you, knowing your ad was placed. Yes. For I want um a, a man to come on some pantyhose. Yeah. And then he would get to do it because you'd be like, I got this order in.
3: And I would be writing because it, the main thing I had to do was keep up with all the fucked up emails from these people because they would say, like, you, you have to tell me all the things you did in the shoes or I'm not going to buy them. So I just have to respond and respond and respond. Wow. Saying all that and acting like I was, like, horny for this. Yeah, I would definitely cut and paste. But then when he admitted that he did that, I was pissed because he was just wasting this my time. This was just a liar. and But he would
1: also pay you for them, right?
3: Actually, I think that— And
1: you would probably split the money with him because he was coming on I them. I
3: did give him a percentage. Well, I did that with other people, and I think they actually were buying it. And I did give him, like, a third of it for the come— <laughs> But when – I don't think that I ever, like, sold a pair to him. I think he probably just fucked with me. Because what would happen is you would be responding to the emails and then they would just, like, not bid. Or someone would bid higher than them because it was bidding back then. You couldn't So
1: he was bad. just, like, generating, like, some oh, demand okay. yeah. for it and be like, hey, we should probably come on some pantyhose because we got a lot of orders coming up. It's yes. Christmas. Yes. and it, cool. we. <laughs> we should offer a, bl- a black friday sale and wow so you guys would have sex he'd pull out and then you would just go grab the pantyhose
3: i i think so and then at one point i remember him just jacking up on them because i think the like demand was getting up there so yeah. i would just give them to him i would wear them all day i was a teacher so i would like just wear these disgusting things i would get them f- from the thrift store so they're already worn by old ladies too right sometimes they wouldn't have time to wear them all and then i would just send them and they'd be like oh my god the smell is incredible but it was just like old lady foot that was
1: oh already. well i will say that sometimes i pick up my underwear you know like old underwear and i just smell them to be like what state is your vagina uh, in today
3: yeah yeah, yeah you do For it too yeah i feel like every girl does or can uh, i wear these again oh see i won't
1: even if i put them on like sometimes i'll put on a pair of underwear right out of the shower And then I have to change them because I'm wearing some pants that need a different kind of underwear. Those underwear have been worn and I'm Uh, done. I can never put those on again because I just feel like my vagina just like gets on things and I can smell it. Like I can just tell and I can't stand it. And I don't have that stinky of a vag, but like sometimes I pick up a pair of underwear and I smell them and I'm like, I could get top dollar for these. Uh, This is some rich puss (laughs) smell. Oh my god! Like I, I know I could, and I know that there are guys listening right now to this podcast that would probably pay for them. And it's like there's a part of me that like, I don't know, if you, why if not? you
0: Ever get canceled, or if your career starts going lower, you could
1: start a whole business. But I gotta stay hot, though. You gotta. It's gotta be hot girls. Well, where...
0: You should keep them now from when you were hot, <laughs> so you just start an inventory now.
1: Oh, that's a good so idea.
0: Like year 2019, you know, December.
1: And then almost like it's like a wine, like this is a yeah. this is a 2019, <laughs> Oki. Oh my god, that's such a good. I'll I'll keep it in a um baggie, and I'll I'll turn it like they do with wine. Like every year, I'll flip it so it.
3: You're the Riddler. The, that person's called the Riddler. That flips the wine. Really? Do you have
1: to like pounce from yeah. one foot to the next when you creep up to the to the casket?
3: The know, Riddler. Like your hat has bells on it for sure. <laughs> Sometimes oh I my
0: god! Just put deodor. Guys, I I think I'm not alone here. With our boxers, we'll smell, and if they're bad, you just throw deodorant on it. Oh
1: no, no! Wait. Like a stick deodorant?
0: Yeah, a stick deodorant, and then on you the just head. wear them again on the butt, on the, yeah. and you do that with your jeans too. A lot of guys will probably just. Instead of wash them, they just they just throw deodorant on the jeans. You have never done that?
1: Mm, no, I've sprayed like um good like perfume or like a body mist or like I have a um a rose water facial spray that I'll sometimes just like spray on my puss, um just to give it a good directly like directly on it, right on it. Like I'll just you know pull out my pants like Jared from Subway, you know, <laughs> like just pull them out and then give it a good spritz down there just to be fresh for the night. Cause you never know And sometimes Do you ever do a taste Not a taste test But like a Well actually I would yeah, taste yeah. it Like I just finger myself And then I smell my finger Just to be like Is oh, is a smell. guy If he fingers me Is it gonna be
3: Yeah I bite my nails though too So I probably taste test On accident all Oh time. yeah yeah yeah
1: I mean Oh
0: yeah Good point I bite my nails too
3: But, but
1: Andrew you went on A couple dates um, Recently And where your dick Could get a mouth on it Do you like Prepare your dick before
0: um no, but I'm I like to be showered if I know I'm going on a date, but I I shaved my my balls recently and shaved my bush. Um I put it on a 2 cuz I don't want to be completely bald cuz I've done that before and mm-hmm. that's a mistake. Also, if you cut your pubes or if you cut your balls, you get more I get more worried about STDs.
1: Oh yeah, cuz you have an open wound. Yeah. They can sneak in. Yeah, also
0: yeah. So yeah, so I hope my dick is good. I try to, uh, I do wipe, uh, as we know, back to front.
1: With, as we know, common knowledge.
0: And then, uh, just everyone that <laughs> listens to this show. I'm, I think on date nights, two days before, I'm going to start wiping front to back for the lady. Because yes. I feel like back to front, it's selfish, I'm lazy, but it might get in my grundle. So from now on, I swear to you ladies, if you go out with me, I'm going front to back.
1: All right, that's a promise that he can keep. <laughs> so, this takes us into Tuesday's show, uh, which was so much fun. Anya Marina was in studio. Judy Gold was in studio. Comedian Julie Go- Judy Gold, it was her first time on the show. It was so, this was the best show. Bonnie McFarlane was there, and we were talking about depression and um, all of our antidepressants that were on. Enjoy it.
2: Right? Raina asked me the other day if she could get ooh, a fecal transplant why? for Christmas. What? 40
1: to 80 pounds of compacted feces were found in John Wayne's body. We should wow. snope that. Wow. That's a wide range. Can you range. imagine, though,
2: that if he got a colonic, he'd be 40 pounds lighter?
1: Jesus! <laughs> Not really. Ooh,
2: ooh Do you he's... think that's why I gained so much weight? Do you think I You've have... got
1: fucking a compacted...
2: Uh... You think so? You've gained weight. You look great. Okay, I love you. The fucking Paxil antidepressant. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I literally went to my doctor the other day, and she goes, "Well, can you get on another? Because um, it's really it's called Paxon. That's how we what we call it. Paxon. Oh my Jesus God! They have Christ. a Christ. Yeah,
1: <laughs> for people who are suffering with anxiety and depression. Yeah. So in the industry, anyway, here take we this. make fun of how fat you are behind yeah, your back yeah, yeah, with yeah. Our little clicky pens. Yeah, <laughs> we scribble off the <laughs> ill at the end and we write on. <laughs> <laughs> what that's so that you're on Paxil? How long have you been on that?
2: Okay. Uh, okay. I've been on Pax. Uh, I've been on everything since yeah. 2010.
1: Nice. So it works for you.
2: No, but then I tried <laughs> to get off, and I had like I had a clip really bad, like can't talk depression. Oh. Right. Uh, and then that t- it took me like l- about two years to feel like better. And then that's why Gary Gallman, He's my like go to when I'm depressed. Like we bond. Yeah. And he he you know we check in with each other. All right. So then. Um, so you haven't heard so you- from him in a while. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be on an upswing. Yeah, baby. Um. So then, yeah. So then I tried to get off it because I gained weight, and and the depression was so great. I was so skinny, and then um couldn't talk, couldn't eat. Right, and then. Uh, I said, oh, I have to get off this pack. You, you get to a point where you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I know, every single time. Yeah, and then I get off and I'm like, no! Oh my oh, God. Oh, and like, Elisa, my girlfriend's a therapist by trade. Oh wow. So she's like, you have to go back on. And I'm like, fuck. But the Paxil has always worked. But yeah. I've gotten off it like, Really slowly, like to the point where I just put a, a liquid drop in oh, just so I have wow. a, li- like literally You're taking You're doing Listerine months.
1: Paxil strips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So that's convenient. a great, great idea. I, that's a great way to take a uh, medication actually, that would be great. Except when they melt together into one big chunk. <laughs> right, right.
2: And that's it. And so now uh, I went, and she, you know, now I'm at the age where it's like, well, you know, because I, you know, all right. You know, <laughs> how, like that? you know, that age, you know, like when you uh, you're at the age where you see women walking down the street and they have a huge stomach and you're like, oh, I wonder if they're pregnant. And then you look at their face and they're right. like, like, no, they're she's 70. Yeah. yeah. So I think that all the I'm like, yeah, it's fucking what happens to a woman's body. Yeah. And now I have that, and, it's, no, and you the minute I don't. got no, I got off the Paxil for a little while, <laughs> it went away. It so sucks. does but, it
1: actually cause a hormonal shift, so that no matter even if you ate a sane, healthy diet, you're still or gaining is it causing weight? you to have an increased appetite?
2: And you don't want to oh, exercise?
1: Are you I like am, a
3: big runner and stuff? Didn't I you? was, but yeah. I got it.
2: I had to get a knee replacement. Jesus, I oh, try the rower. That's an awful body. I do the body. I was on yeah.
1: uh, Zoloft for many years that and made I did me the same up. thing. Really? Well yeah. then that sounds like you what you should be on now. I- <laughs> no! So- <laughs> I think you look great. I'm That's just making hilarious. that. Yes, I love no, that. Zoloft I was on for so long. But I felt the same way. Like you start, you go, I feel great. I don't need this anymore. I don't want to be zoned out and i weaned myself off responsibly right. and i felt good how how long do you feel good did you feel good without
2: Paxil before the depression oh, kicked in again it took a few weeks oh, okay right? yeah maybe a month or so yeah
1: me was uh, like 6 months i oh, think wow. and i was like cuz i was just smoke then i just started smoking weed so right. much and then that was making me depressed and then i felt the same way i felt like i very connected to, to Gary Goldman from through yeah. i have the same kind of depression right. it's like this might kill me kind right, of depression right 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 and now I'm on Trintolix. What's that? Dude, no side effects. Twenty milligrams of Trintelix. It's brand new. Wait. You can't even get a um you know, uh, you know the cheap version of it. What's it called? The uh, um, the, uh, the uh, <laughs> you have to buy you have to like, generic. Yeah, there's no generic yet. That's how new this is. But it is awesome, and I love it so much. It's really changed my life recently. I'm on 20 milligrams. It started at ten. T R I N T E L L I X. I have it. Trintelix. Um Look into it. And I was really hesitant to get back on stuff. I thought meditation was what's, what. What about
2: side effects? Nausea, constipation, and vomiting. Nausea.
1: None of those for me, and everyone says it's the least amount of side effects in terms of uh, <gasps> an antidepressant. So I'm maybe... calling
2: my <laughs> psychopharmacologist yes!
1: today. Trintellix. That was Tuesday's show. We're back in the hotel room with um my two best friends from different parts of my life, Andrew Colin.
0: Hey, we're best friends?
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, if we're not, We should, you can't hang out as much as we do and not. I, it's just- killed each other we've never gotten a full fight never once really not a big one
1: no never like have you ever gotten in big fights with your friends
0: um i guess not actually i guess you think you did
2: yeah
1: i mean i feel like we've had we definitely have had tension before but we usually work through it pretty well
0: yeah we're very honest and if we're not telling each other we're telling other people by us how we feel
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's true we could be passive aggressive i guess yeah, Is that what that's called?
0: I guess I don't think either one of us are. What's that.
1: our biggest fight? Hmm. Probably where like I just was talking to you in a mean tone, and you just told me that it wasn't nice.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Or like, and I just realize that every time I get mad at you, it's just because I'm mad at myself about the thing that you're making me mad about.
0: Yeah, but I really, I don't think it's worth being mad over.
1: <laughs> what do you mean, me? Yeah, I don't yeah, no, no, no. Of course it's not. It's like I'm I'm mad at you about doing – you do something that I've recently fixed about myself, and I'm like, you fix it now, even though it's like it took me a long time to get to it.
0: What did you fix?
1: <laughs> Great question. Um,
3: what would you say? Eyebrows. Oh, yeah. We just got new eyebrows.
1: If you've been following our Instagram story, we were in San Francisco, and the best place to get my eyebrows done that I got them last time was this place called Sovans, S-O-V-A-N-S. And I got them last year when I came here, and it was the best my eyebrows have ever looked. Went back today, got them dyed. Guys, they are so (laughs) dark. Which I don't care because it fades so fast. Girls, if you don't get your eyebrows dyed, try it sometime. Um, Just go a little bit darker than your natural hair color. I usually go a dark brown, and I'm blonde. But this bitch went, like, black. Like, my eyebrows are insane right now. It looks like I have dye on them. Like, usually you look crazy because the dye is on your eyebrows. And so you look crazy until they take it off. Well, they took it off, and it looked the same. I look like Charlie Chaplin right now. It's crazy.
0: We have the same brows right now.
3: Yeah.
1: Andrews and I have the same color eyebrows. And (laughs) Andrews, dark, dark man hair Andrew got his eyebrows threaded too
0: yeah I've got them threaded before uh, when I was in my early 20s my mom my Jewish mother was like you gotta you gotta clean up your brows you gotta yeah don't show your green eyes and then my grandma would always be like, you got my mother's eyes but you gotta you gotta clean them up and I was like all right fine I'll clean them up and I did it for a while I waxed my eyebrows and then I threaded them and then the last time I waxed them this fucking bitch ruined my, I'm talking. I don't even know if she used wax. I think she used like fucking like, like hot glue.
1: She, she threw uh, cum, cum at a wall. Yeah,
0: just cum in a wall <laughs> off my floor. Yeah, dude, it was insane. It was like I was tarred and feathered. And uh, well, you're tarred. Oh uh, well, I'm tarred. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, and so then she ripped him off, and right away I started. Bleeding on the one, and we were talking about this the other earlier in the car. I knew the one was already horrible, Mm -hmm. and I should have just been like, No, fuck that, you're not doing the other one, and instead of
1: you just take the abuse.
0: I just let her do the other one. Yeah. The same exact way. And I was like, that seemed to hurt. She's like, no, you're fine. I'm, they're already bleeding.
1: No, this is a real thing that people like you. You probably would have predicted that if someone waxed your eyebrows, if someone would have given you a scenario. I just listened to this podcast called Hidden Brain. and It's all. It's called um, In the Heat of the Moment. And it talks about how human beings cannot predict how they're going to behave when something Mm -hmm. crazy happens when there's like an anxious moment or there's a moment you cannot literally you cannot predict you think you can because they they talked about this woman who um like went for this job to like become a masseuse like she was really young and like she's answered a craigslist ad and she showed up and like of course it was like a a job thing but she didn't know she was just massaging this guy and he turned over and if she would have been asked before that like do you what would you do if a man demanded a hand job and you thought it was like a regular massage? She would have been like, she's like a feminist. She was like a leader of like feminist groups in school and like knew how to st- stand up for herself, and she did it. She did it, and she was like, I don't know why I did it, and she. And then she not only did it, she finished her shift because she. And she doesn't. She blacked out. She doesn't remember if she gave any other hand jobs, but she said that she just felt like she had to do it. And I was talking on stage last night about like women like. I would always think that if a guy tried to, like, jerk off in front of me or did something gross to me, like, I know that if, you know, a Louis C.K. situation happened, I would just be like, put your dick away, you gross man. But would I? I don't think so. And that's why a lot of men take their dick dicks out when women are hooking up with them and you just feel pressure to do something with it because you're like, it would be too awkward to make him put it away and you can't predict how you're going to respond. So you probably would have thought that you – If if I would have told you, you're going to go get your eyebrows waxed and she's going to make you bleed on one of them, will you get the other one done? You probably would have been like, no. But in the moment, you just do.
0: And then I ate her out.
1: It's like crazy, man. (laughs) It doesn't even make sense.
0: I know. But like, yeah, but I do that all the time. We were talking about with haircuts. I see it going bad. Like, I see it live, but I don't want to hurt that person's feelings.
1: We're all people-pleasing. And honestly, like, the only person you can protect is yourself. I recently had a conversation with...
3: What?
0: Well, because like I don't want to deal with that awkward tension. Like, so like let's say you're getting the one eyebrow and they fucking ruin. Like, what the fuck? Like you fucking hurt me. Like that's not professional. Then she has to do the other eyebrow, and now we're just sitting in that silence. I can't run away. You know. Yeah, what I
1: mean? it's a little. It's hard to do, but I swear to God, when I've asked guys to put their dicks away and that I will not be doing anything with their dicks, just because it's out doesn't mean. Because these guys take their dicks out because they're used to girls being like, oh, now I have to suck it. He's so brave to have done that. It would be embarrassing for me to not suck it. I mean, like, you've been in that scenario, right, Taylor?
3: Every time anybody ever bothered out. Yeah, in, in, like, high school, college. Yeah. You'd think you had to 100% do it or they would be let down or, like, they bought me dinner so I really should do it.
1: Or they'd be embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. oh, his dick is out and he's gonna, you're going to tell him to, that he he did the wrong thing? He'll be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So I'll just jerk him off or do whatever. And it's like... You don't have to do that anymore, girls. You really don't. And yes, it'll be awkward, but it's a better story that you made a guy put his dick away that you didn't want to touch than you sucked a guy's dick that you didn't want to touch. It's just like, but it's hard to do. And I don't even trust myself to do it because the point of this whole podcast was on Hidden Brain. Again, it's the one called um, In the Heat of the Moment. And there's su- it's such a good podcast. I really recommend you listening to it. You just cannot predict how you're going. Like They did this study where this the scientist that was doing the study put his hand in a... Um, cup of ice water and they go can you put your hand in this ice water for a minute and he was like of course he puts it in he can't last more than 20 seconds then his hand like he takes it out it warms up again and they ask him a minute later can you put your hand in this water for a minute and he goes yeah and like no he can't he just proved it to himself he couldn't but even given so even when you think that you you even when you know that you can't and how you'll react to a situation, you still think that you'll be able to do it. They also talked about, gave another example of this girl who like taught sex ed in like schools, taught about like, um, Uh, She was raised by a feminist parents who like taught her to use protection and she hooked up with this guy and she he didn't have a condom neither did she and she was just went through with it and afterwards she was like I can't believe I did that I will never do that again I will never do that again that is so unlike me what that was just a fluke whoa. Then she saw him three nights later, after she's been beating herself up for three days for sleeping with him without a condom, and she did it again. And she had promised herself she wouldn't. So given prior, like, where you were like, oh, I've learned from that, you don't even learn from it. So it's like human beings are yeah. – our behavior is so fascinating. You're getting your master's in psychology right now, right?
3: Yeah, and when you asked what my paper was about, it, it's along the same lines. I did a presentation one time about uh, flashers and the reason why when we are planning, like, what we're going to do if, if we get flashed, we are not able to do it. Because you can't access the, the, like, hippocampus memory, like, storage that fast to be able to pull it out. So I've been flashed before – And was pissed because I just like walked away and didn't say anything. And so for years, I planned it like it's going to be so good when it happens. It happened again. A guy just flashed me and said like, nice day, ladies. And I went, not that nice. Like, (laughs) what? And I was (laughs) furious. Yes, again at yourself your- for not
1: reacting the way you thought you but had planned how,
0: how do you want to react like in say, your mind what was it
3: oh I would want to say like don't do that to women or whatever because he could do it what I, my thought was like he could go do that to a child next or whatever but I, when I did the um, presentation and research it I realized that like you're just unable and that that is what they're going for. Like they know from experience that that is the reaction they're going to get. And you're not going to, that the, the persons are going to have a choice. So they- yeah,
1: it's really, um, it's fascinating. That is exactly, that's so wild that you just did a paper on that because I was also reading this article in New York magazine, which I think is like uh, really an extensive study of all the women who were uh, r- raped in the summer of like 1989 after you know the Central Park rape the the famous one that the five men were arrested unjustly and went away and they were exonerated for it and there was one guy who was doing those rapings that summer and because all the hubbub was like we caught the guys who did it this guy went on to rape many other women that summer and it this this article went through each time and each different woman and her story and in one of them, the woman is being raped and, um, or about to be, and she's like, I have a disease. You don't want to catch it. She, like, was able to access all of this mm-hmm. previous kind of, like, agreement she had with herself. Like, if it happens, this is what I'm going to do. So I was really impressed by that. And I don't really have a plan for if that stuff goes down. My plan is to disassociate and try to just, like, get, if I'm ever, like, raped or attacked, is to, like, compartmentalize. Because I think I'm able to do that and black out and, like, not be present for it. Yeah, But it's like, you know, like, hopefully, hopefully, you just go, hopefully it will happen.
3: (laughs) Hopefully, I mean, automatically is what the body will do is dissociate. Yeah. So hopefully that's the case. But yeah, I've been reading serial killer books forever, like trying to plan exactly what I would do for each different kind of killer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's really interesting to wonder what you'd actually be able to
1: do. I will say if women listening, like if, if there's ever a man who makes you feel creepy at all, it is your right to not let them in your building. To, like, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they are the super's brother coming to check in on a leak. but and, and you'll feel ridiculous when it actually is. But no, you won't. Because I've not let men into the building that actually had a right to be there. But they didn't prove it to me. Mm-hmm. So I have not let them in. Because that is how guys get into Like this guy, I really recommend reading this. If you like murder stuff and rape stuff, uh, unfortunately, that's kind of like... What I'm into recently is just like scary stories about women being attacked.
0: Why do women love these stories so much? I mean,
1: I because like women, but... we it is it kind of validates. I think for me, it validates the fear that I already live in, and it's like okay, I'm not wrong to be scared a lot of the time, but um, just err on the side of seeming crazy yeah, totally instead of like because so many times I think women get attacked because they're like, I don't want to seem like. Over anxious, or I don't want to embarrass this guy because he's probably not a murderer. They all could be.
0: Well, you also know, I think the worry there though is like, oh, maybe even if he is, then if I, I don't want to escalate the situation. So like, if a flasher is like flashes his dick, and you're just like, whatever, fight or flight, you fly instead of going. You book a d- flight. Yeah, book a flight. You go to uh, travelocity.com, and and um, I never even knew that was a website.
4: <laughs> I mean, like, that like was a good pull. Me.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. Campus. No, but, like, if you go, hey, don't show your dick, you know, you hate your mother, or, like, whatever you have, like, written, then that might escalate for him to get angry.
3: Doesn't escalate flashers, that's the thing, because they're looking for a specific reaction. Mm -hmm. What are they looking
1: for? Because I talk about this in my act sometimes of, like, what do they want? They want you to freak out so they can jerk off to you freaking out later?
3: They They want you to be scared, and they want to have control. So they're taking control without your consent, because when you're in the state, you don't have any control. They like that but no it's like the presentation I did was like almost no um flashers turn ever turn into rapists they never graduate It never gets violent right so they're looking for that specific reaction and it's from like a specific childhood experience usually of being humiliated like often being caught masturbating by your mother and you're looking for that face of shock that you can masturbate about later. That's exactly
1: what I thought it was. I did I did a joke about this and I said the best way to get back at these flashes is to look bored by it. To look like it's so pedestrian to see this. Like you try to yawn or something. Look at your wristwatch. Look like you have better dicks to go see.
0: Maybe you just go like this. Like a simple hand gesture, like a small dick.
1: Making them feel like, oh, a little.
0: And that's easy. You don't have to say, just put your hand up. But
1: it really is, like, I get, you get scared. If a man's willing to take out his dick, what else is he willing to do? But uh, based on your research, you say that, like, it doesn't escalate to violence.
3: Don't take my word for it. I wouldn't say it. But, oh, my God, you,
1: Taylor McGraw, my best friend since seventh grade, you were one of the first people I had known to see a dick, um in an exposing way and it's like almost like kind of that's so wild because you, you're you a, a I've I, I know you've been flashed a lot, but remember when you got flashed at the galleria mall and at FAO Swartz Tell
3: us about it. I was at FAO Schwartz, and which is a huge toy store, but all the toys are huge. It's like the like life size or bigger. And there was a dog house, and That's I saw this true. guy, an older man. I was with my friend, and I saw this guy that was flashing people. And she and I decided we were gonna like run in the dog house, like a human sized dog house, and hide, <laughs> and. Uh, he like looked in it, and we just like ran. I thought
1: away. he put his dick on the s- sill of the house, like <laughs> it was like a little a, a pie baking, like you know, cooling down.
3: He, maybe. I think he probably just was like looking in the the hole and of he the doghouse. Must and have
0: looked like a giant. <laughs> he looked gigantic. Yeah,
3: <laughs> like and we a, were hiding. Like that's not. Geez. Why would you go in there? And then we got out, and he was like, Egh. "You oh. can't see my face, but it was gross." And like. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he sealed it, but he was holding it and then like kind of chased us a little because he knew that we were probably gonna tell, which we didn't. We didn't do shit. Okay,
1: I want to set an intention for the next time I see a flasher. Like, what sh- what would be the best thing to say? I
3: think actually, what I did was pretty chill because I said, "Not that nice." <laughs> I, yeah, like nice day, ladies. Not that nice. That is pretty good. What um, did my, my friend say? She said, "Oh, she said whatever, dude." And then we just kept walking. We were walking on the railroad tracks. And I think he he got back. He turned around. I, he kind of shrugged. Got back in his car and drove away. Like he pulled up to.
1: What it. if that was like nice piece? Like, what if they want? What if because they want shock and they want you to be offended? What if they? What if you act like you're turned on?
0: Oh, you compliment them. Be like, God, what I do. To you have you
1: so me? you've that's just so much bravery to be able to show me that.
3: <laughs> they wouldn't. Yeah, they. It's not like they would ever. Even if you said like, do you want to have sex? I really don't think that anybody that is doing that kind of activity would do it. So. Do people flash a lot In San Francisco I don't Not on purpose I haven't seen any here Actually Everywhere else I've lived I,
1: I've talked about this before But like in When it gets to be cold out Like I get scared Men are flashing their dicks All the time Because they're struggling With their zipper Of their jacket Below You know when you're trying To like lock in the zipper yeah. And I always get like A little bit Like anxiety That they're taking down Their pants Let's Like
3: planning What you're gonna say When you see that Just in case So that you'll be Like more preparation
1: you fucking disgusting piece. No, they want that. They want yeah, me to yeah. be like you, gross. Just say
3: Whatever. Now again, just go whatever
1: and give them the W. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then I t- switch it, and then I go walk away. Just walk. You know when you make the whatever. <laughs> whatever. Oh what, yeah, it's whatever. You do whatever with your hands, and then you t- turn it down and go moron. And then you move your <laughs> index fingers and go just walk away. That's pr- that's pretty cool. That's two thousand one really? yeah. for yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, did the goo you the goose to the gill with the gum and the gum but the gourd of the get but the girl with the gish
3: had the gal you the guy you the goo of the gun the got for the girl the get of the get
1: did the goo you the goo of the gap of the girl of the goose the git
3: the guy for the guy but the gun of the gun of the gov of the guy for the gens with the girl did the goo the get
1: well, it's glad to do it. I'm glad to do it with you. Let's get into Wednesday's show, which was. Um, with Ian Fidance Ian made a surprise cameo on Wednesday's show he wasn't supposed to be there but he ran in Andrew Collin was there Matt Fulcheron was there and Ian uh, came in playing um, a song with his umbrella he just surprised us and um, and then we talked about some nicknames it was really fun listen up Wednesday's show Ian Fidance is is outside the the studio and he's. Can going, we locked the door. I know we couldn't. Hey, get in here. I just wanted to say
4: hi. Come on yeah, in, right. Ian Fidance. I you a little song. Yeah. Oh. Pretty- I love Nikki, Andrew, Matt, Noah, and Jen. Oh. That's right. Okay, he's you playing guys are my he's friends. his umbrella. His umbrella. Oh. My name is Ian, but Nikki named me tons because I got a lot of love and I like making puns. It's a. Wednesday on the radio show. Oh, Oh boy. Wednesday, I got nowhere Uh, to go. (laughs) Wednesday, I have no friends. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wednesday, I'm here till the end. I'm going to at the end of the day. Oh, boy. Okay, stay. Stay. Oh, boy,
1: dude, dude. Just Will you get closer to the microphone for a second?
4: Did you like my song? It was pretty great. Thank you, I made it up. I actually enjoyed it a little. Wait,
1: what was the, I posted on your thing, you were saying that yesterday you were depressed and you felt like a fat piece of shit, you ate a bunch of food or whatever? Well,
4: I basically was like depression is like a chemical imbalance, but also sometimes it's overeating, waking up and drinking a pint of sorbet.
1: And then I I wrote to him, I commented, I love you tons, and I go tons is your name. Zufa,
4: yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a fat joke. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you started fat it, dude. Dude. I just got it.
1: Uh, what the fuck did you think I meant? That like Yeah. Another great joke I made yesterday was I was like, um, I'm bringing my side boob to uh what 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 town? Yeah, did, um, people uh, thought it was me. No, wait, no.
0: <laughs> that was on purpose, oh, correct? That's so
4: funny. Yeah, dude, I wrote yeah. my
1: side boob, and then I wrote a little asterisk, and at the bottom I put an asterisk like, next to side boob, and then at the bottom an asterisk that said Andrew Collin. Oh, I'm calling so you my funny. side boob now. I like it. That's it's great. So I love funny. a side shit. I fit. thought
4: you meant tons, like, uh, you've just got tons of good things about you.
1: Okay, that this is where I question <laughs> all my friends. If I make a joke that doesn't make sense, you can't let it to you, you can't go, Oh, I guess she's just not funny today? No, I didn't
4: think that. Well, I thought that you were being sincere. S- but then now I just put together that it was a fat joke.
1: Yeah, it was a fat That's joke. That's great. Thanks, man. Slow yeah. burn. Slow- That's yeah. a
0: great joke. Like your metabolism. Thanks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slow burn.
0: <laughs>
3: Shut up, Shut tons. up, you fucking
0: tit.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: One he tit? You great. fucking tit I'm a, a side hat. tip, bitch. Thank you. How's
1: everyone's depression today? Uh, let's go ra- let's go around the um, the ringer. a uh, 10? Yeah, like a uh, 1 to 10 um, what are you go- coming in with today? A 10 being the uh, happiest.
0: I'm a five.
1: Oh wow! Probably. Okay, I didn't predict that. I Just, would have guessed you're a nine. I'm
0: very tired.
1: Oh really? Yeah,
0: I Why? didn't What's sleep at all last night. Why? Oh, well, we I got know. home very late. I
1: saw you go live at about like two a.m. I
4: gotta help the fans, you know. Help
1: them. <laughs> yeah, and help, yeah, they they help them. Can, can, can Andrew stop
4: using the word fans? I know it really it's bothers me. It's very annoying. This
1: is not
0: your day. This let's, is, use this a, is, let's use you know, fanatics. let's use These five now.
4: posts a day, fans, you know. Pump the brakes, titty. Oh. <laughs> it's side titty, bitch. It's
1: side titty. Side titty. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I hear you, Andrew. Uh, you you went live at two a.m. last night with on Instagram. Which, if you ever see Andrew go live, I honestly recommend it. It's always from his bed. He's kind of talking in a hushed tone. It's actually kind of relaxing. <laughs> I only you didn't go. Andrew
0: should do ASMR. Yeah, I, he should. Well, I do it with my lips. Any kind of does. Yeah.
1: It's always a whisper.
0: Yeah, you whisper. I'm half asleep. I'm yeah. just talking to people, you know, other people that can't sleep. It's do kind you ever of nice. feel
1: embarrassed that you're doing this? No, now
0: I do, I guess. Yeah, I just mm. I
1: because <laughs> I don't. I it's not wrong. Like sometimes I'm in bed and I'm lonely and I'm like, oh, I'd like to connect with people. It'd be fun to go live just like Andrew does. And I go, that would be so humiliating. I couldn't do it, and I mm-hmm. stop myself. But I really respect that you don't have that kind of you don't have that thought process. Yeah, why would I? impede you from from being from mm-hmm. laying in your bed like you're snuggling with your fans.
0: And 5 posts a day. I don't care. What do I care? I could take them down. You do I could leave them up. No, you care apparently. Oh, God. Why do you care? I do. It's another song,
4: huh?
1: Exactly. This is the thing. Yeah, no. Ian, why do you care that I put whistle? five posts a today? Ian, where are you coming in with depression today? Oh, boy. Ian to just ten. went. What happened to I know. To Ian fun just guy? went dark. What the fuck happened to you? I
4: don't know. I'm really up and down. God,
1: you <laughs> Jesus. really. That yeah. was, you came in swinging with
4: that little umbrella. Uh, grab the dance umbrella on. again, pal. All right, hold Jesus. on. Hold on. Let me tune my guitar. Yeah, tune, yeah,
1: your, tune your guitar.
0: Oh man! Even the song's sad.
1: I like that. That's a Weston umbrella. You clearly stole from a hotel. I stole it
4: from a hotel. Yeah. Yes. You didn't stay there. I s- I did. Oh. I steal umbrellas from hotels.
1: Okay. That was Wednesday's show. I'm still here in San Francisco in my hotel room with Andrew Collin and Taylor McGraw, my best friend since seventh grade and on. And um, I don't know, Taylor. I'm wondering um. How have I changed since high school, since you knew me, and how am I still the same?
3: Um, what was I like
1: from your perspective?
3: <laughs> um, you were always the funniest person that ever existed.
1: Wait, I, yeah. I, I have to say that's wrong. You think that Kirsten...
3: and yeah, Kirsten are tied really yeah you have different humors you and kirsten are tied i do T- kirsten is my other best friend from, from high school I, I agree too that kirsten is what she's still even though i haven't seen her in like six years i yeah none of my friends can compare just kidding Some of you it's hard. hard no one's compared really to hard. kirsten for me either she has a very special kind of humor that i don't know where the hell she got it because she has like a normal family that is not like crazy or weird i don't know yeah or I don't know, odd, but um, Nikki used to. Let's see. I think you're pretty. You're pretty similar. Yeah. I don't think a lot of things have changed. I mean, you were unappreciated. I think by boys back then. <laughs> uh, really? Don't you think? I mean, I feel like you were always like sad because you had crushes on people, and me too, and nobody liked us. Mm-hmm. We were dorks. But yeah. now you're cool.
1: But I- I'm still have <laughs> crushes on people well I did get that one boy to like me remember my biggest crush of all time Larry no Larry was my first kiss but and he was just so unattainable because he was the hottest guy in school so like Doug or Mike? <laughs> who's Mike Criedle. oh Crydell. yeah 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 I liked him too no you Doug.
3: Doug you got Doug
1: I got him but I got him Great. to break up with his girlfriend no we never even kissed I was obsessed with Doug obsessed he was like really one of my best friends but I was like crushing on him hard he kind of knew it and then eventually he broke up with his girlfriend for me and then I didn't like him as soon as he did
3: it was was you it, it was as if that you got Dave Matthews to break up with his wife that's like how it felt Uh, It was
1: the same thing because we were obsessed with Dave Matthews, you and I, Mm -hmm. and like Doug represented Dave Matthews to me because he could play all of his songs and he (laughs) loved Dave just as much as I did.
3: He had necklaces, all
1: kinds of shit. Yeah. And then, but like we both liked um, Andy Miller.
3: Yes. Oh my God. Andy Miller. He was my first
1: kiss. He, uh, he I mean, Larry and him were my first kiss, but he was my first unconsensual kiss.
3: I remember that. Um, I feel like we were really struggling Trying to find our way in the world back then We were like confused about everything We didn't like understand We were like being kissed by people That were like forcibly kissing us and shit I know We didn't know what to do And
1: we weren't having sex We weren't even close to having it We were just like But we liked boys a lot
3: yeah, we were just obsessed with boys. We would write, like, notes and put them on their cars. And that was mainly my doing. Nikki wasn't that much of a loser. But
1: you were the one that facilitated my first actual consensual kiss with Larry Stream. That's
3: true. I put I forced them into a room together.
1: Well, I was already in a room with Mike Crydell And it, my first kiss was about yeah. to happen. He was literally, like, leaning in to kiss me. And, and then, then you burst through the curtains.
3: Because I was out in the... Out in the living room with a bunch of other boys for some reason. And Larry said, like, oh man, he was like bummed. He was like basically like kicking like a rock and I was like, Man, I like Nikki though. And I was like, Bing, Nikki likes him more. I like went through all the information in my brain, I was like, ding ding, ding ding, Nikki likes him more. I'm pretty sure of it. I like compared the two. <laughs> I ran in dragging his arm, busted in, and said, Crydell, you've been trumped.
1: I remember it was the first time I ever heard the word trumped. And I didn't even know what it meant. And now, of course, it's like, it's I everywhere.
3: I shock back then, maybe. A
1: little Cad shock. But you go, Mike, you've been trumped. And we were literally leaning in to kiss, my first kiss. And right as we were leaning in, you go, Mike, you've been trumped. And you were pulling Larry behind you. And you mouth to me, I'll never forget it. You go, Larry. <laughs> and i was like bye mike
3: I bye why. thanks for playing and mike
1: was like fucking pissed he, he was, was
3: actually s- kicking shit and was like what the fuck i think that i i wonder if like i thought mike wasn't gonna kiss you or something why would i, t- I don't know because larry was better yeah well, i guess he was better i guess yeah. and then larry
1: casually spilled wine on my uh boobs and was like whoops i think i have to clean that off with my mouth Do you, did you remember that I detail thought,
3: yeah i thought he said i have to lick it up but that's yeah even it was better. something <laughs> like that it was like i have to
1: lick it up and i'm like i think there's a t- towel or a napkin <laughs> went
3: straight for the tits yeah and
1: i was so hot that christmas that uh spring break that was like when i like tur- turned into were, a woman
3: the tits were like a bowl back in those days oh my god they
1: were <laughs> so good i saw a picture yesterday or today i was going through my phone and I saw like the hottest picture I've ever taken of myself. My boobs are so big. I don't even know what I was doing. I really wish I would have been keeping a food diary back then. Like what was I eating that they were so amazing. Taylor, I gotta show you this picture later yeah, on. See, it's it wild. Exactly no, no, no. It was like um when I was dating my boyfriend, I sent him a I bought a, a bathing suit that mimicked this um iconic image that he used to like jerk off to as a kid. Like Is his a faucet? No, it's um well, maybe it was. It wasn't Farrah Fawcett, but it was, like, El- no, it was Elle McPherson. And she's wearing this, like, blue swimsuit, and you can see her tits through it. And so I bought a swimsuit like that to recreate it, and it's the hottest picture I've ever taken. I just saw it in my phone, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so glad I have it to remind myself that at one point I, I had it all together. Um, What were we going to say? Oh, I got some um, questions from viewers before we started this podcast, and I just want to answer a couple of them. Um. This is to me and Andrew. Have you guys ever had sex? Do you ever feel sexual tension?
0: Uh no. We've never had sex. We've never even come close to kissing. There's never been an awkward moment, I don't think, from my side.
1: I mean, um, no, I don't think there's never been, there's never I mean, been I
0: think we're both attractive people. Yeah. We're just like Yeah. I like, vouch. Huh? Yeah.
3: I vouch for that since you guys can't see them.
0: I think we're almost in a similar, like hotness level too, and like who, like you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, guys, we're both we we're both
1: solid. We're not models.
0: We're definitely not models. No one would Easy. Ever say we're a model, but we are definitely attractive enough where we don't need that grade of opinions. Yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, wait, what do you mean? We don't need that.
0: Like, we don't have to be that smart. You know, oh, we can right. still get. We can still get by on our looks
1: a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but not fully. Yeah. And,
0: and there was never a sexual tension. I don't think. I at least, I mean, number one, you're my boss. So, like, in my mind, that's how I think of you. I okay. think of you as it's professional. Uh, uh, and then we've become an amazing friends, but that's where it started, and that's where. I think that's what keeps us great friends. I think if we did fuck, first of all, I'd only let you down. And, uh, Thank you. And you'd probably <laughs> lower my salary <laughs> and I probably wouldn't be going on the theater tour yes. unless, by the grace of God, somehow I, you know, work my magic and, you know, who knows? Maybe I'd be headlining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you We fuck and I'm like, Andrew, you've got a headline. <laughs> I'm I'm a changed woman I can't walk anymore so I can't even stand for an hour at a time <laughs> no what I would say is that like we don't have I would never call you like a brotherly vibe because I don't feel that with you but I feel like a like like my girl like a friend like girlfriends like and and I'm also like attracted to women too but like people aren't constantly like why aren't you an Anya fucking what, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, you never get that question with your girlfriends. And so I just feel like it's a really great friendship. And, like, I don't feel, um, like, I I never would, like, feel weird if you had a girlfriend or something. Like, that doesn't impede what our friendship is. And if there was something there, it would. Right?
0: Yeah. I nice? agree. I agree with that. Also, I don't know. I do think there's something to... Uh, when you met me, I was your dog walker. like how you view me like I do think like and I think it 's changed over time i 'm not saying that i 've gotten hotter to you, but like I think with my own independence, if I came in like now where I am at with my career like let 's say someone else somehow got me to where i 'm at, or like I got to where i 'm at somehow.
1: Uh, I like that you attribute me getting to you getting you to where you 're at
0: yeah you're definitely one 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 third of it probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about it. You don't drink anymore. You don't um, eat meat really anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm funnier because of you, I think. I think, yeah, you've only been a positive to me. Uh, there, well, Likewise, no, man. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things that I write about in my journal, but whatever. Um, no, but I, I think, like, if I came in your life at a different time, there could be, like, a different chance of us possibly like there would be a different kind of
1: I could see that. Yeah, you know. I could see that. You just depending on when you meet people, I totally know what you yeah. what you're saying because there've been people where I'm like been into them and I'm like, "Ooh, if I would have known you before, there wouldn't have been a chance like the, the other way around." Like so, if you
0: met, you know, BB pre like celebrity when he was a a rapper, you know, like kind of a radio DJ, you wouldn't be into that, dude
1: i think i would have honestly you think yeah yeah i do i i don't know i don't know
0: well you would have been at a different point in your life too so i don't i don't know yeah
1: yeah i just do
0: think when certain people come in your life depending on their status or whatever they're at in their career your attraction can you know be hindered or like you could look at them differently
1: yeah um all right so that answers that i feel good about that answer let's do one more um story of um oh why do i photograph people who may be going through something so the other night i was at the cellar and i took a picture i filmed ian and then there was this woman behind him that was just having this existential crisis it was hilarious she just was like staring and you know why i did it because she was like looked like she wanted to be filmed to be honest with you like she was in the middle of a restaurant looking extremely distraught like into nothingness And no one knew who she was, and it only lasted on my store for an hour, for a day. And it's like, you know what, it's art. So go, I don't know, if she would have written me and been like, I feel offended, then who cares? But like, I don't know, when is it like? I
0: don't know, sometimes I do that. I'll do it like, if some guy is like wearing like glasses on the subway, and I'm like, this guy fucks. (laughs) Like, I'm like, and I just take a picture, because he looks like he probably fucks all the time. So I'll do that, and then yesterday I, I did shame this dude because he fucking snored for seven hours on the flight, <laughs> and he was right behind me, and he was like, <laughs> like that, I'm not even kidding, it was that like, <laughs> and so I did video him.
4: Yeah, and I, was just
1: like, I just feel like sometimes people deserve it, and I'm sorry if that woman was going through something, and like, you guys were all triggered by that, but just, there's, there's better fights to have, like... Go defend, you know, innocent animals. Not a woman who's having an existential crisis in the Olive Tree Cafe. (laughs) I just don't care. Um, Taylor, thank you so much for being here on the show today. Um, I'm excited to go on vacation with you next week to Cabo. I'm taking all of my best friends from high school to Cabo minus one cause she voted for Trump and, um, and, uh, also Pete Lee, comedian, Pete Lee and Jamie and his, uh, Jamie, his girlfriend are coming. Uh, my psycho pharmacist and who's also my friend and, um, and my friend, Sarah Lena. it's going to be so much fun. Are you excited?
3: Hell yeah, I am. I can't wait. Cabo,
1: baby. So you'll hear the podcast next week from probably, oh, I guess I have to do it before Cabo. But you'll you'll hear all about Cabo pretty soon. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. We're going to leave you with a bonus clip. This one is from when Jamie Lynn Ziegler, who played Meadow on Sopranos, walked into studio and Andrew put his foot in his mouth almost immediately. Do you want to give a little intro no, to this?
0: just let him listen. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> all right. This is Wednesday's show with Andrew Collin and Jamie Lynn Ziegler. <laughs> And uh, Matt Fulcher on. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, squirt, squirt. Yeah. Hair and makeup. It's like it's so much of your life as a woman. I resent it a lot, and I talk about it a lot. So when you're not doing it, you just want to go. Not nothing. Nothing. Not, my kids look at me weird when I have makeup on. They like don't recognize yeah. you. They're yeah.
0: turned on. Oh, just kidding, I'm having fun. I don't know. He's I came Canadian out of nowhere. And- Sorry, that was. He's nervous. I, yeah, that was bad.
1: Okay. You know,
0: we were. At, I, I came in That's a little all right. hot. I came in a little hot. You're I right. came in. I,
1: I appreciate that. Thank
0: you. Thank you. That you was strong choice. You know, I should. I should quit. Choice. I should. Yeah. Better you than me, man. My bad. My bad. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.